to the Very Well Mind podcast. We've interviewed over 100 authors, experts, entrepreneurs, athletes, musicians, and others to help you learn strategies to care for your mental health. This episode is hosted by psychotherapist and best-selling author Amy Morin. Now let's get into the episode. You're listening to The Friday Fix. Every Friday, I share a quick mental strength exercise that will help fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that drain you of the mental strength you need to be your best. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on your favorite platform so you can get mental strength tips delivered to you every single week. During the last episode, I talked about how to stop repeating your mistakes. We all know it's painful to keep going back and doing the same old things that you're used to doing, especially when you're trying to reach a goal and you get stuck. But avoiding your mistake a second time is only half the battle. It's also important to learn from your mistakes. That's what we're going to talk about today. How to turn a mistake into a valuable life lesson. There's this notion that when you fall off the horse, you should just get right back up again. But too often, we're quick to jump right back into it without taking time to reflect on why we made a mistake in the first place. I think this is one of the biggest reasons why people don't learn. We're just too quick to dust ourselves off, jump right back into what we're doing without figuring out what went wrong or how to do better next time. On the other hand, though, some people dwell on their shortcomings. And the more that they keep replaying the same mistakes in their head over and over again, the more likely they are to feel bad. And when they feel bad, they're actually more likely to repeat those same mistakes. So how do you actually learn from a mistake? The key is to spend a little time reflecting on it. But notice that we said reflecting and not dwelling. The way you can make your reflection helpful is by asking yourself these three questions. Number one, what went wrong? Evaluate why you likely messed up. Your mistake might stem from ignorance, for example. Maybe you didn't have enough information or you lacked the skills that you needed to do the job. Or maybe your mistake stems from arrogance. Perhaps you overestimated yourself and underestimated how tough a task was going to be. In reality, overconfidence is a common reason why things go wrong, and then we don't learn from our mistakes unless we figure that out. Number two, ask yourself, what could I do better next time? Once you figure out where things went wrong, think about how you're going to do things differently. You might not necessarily know how to do something right, but you at least now know that you can rule out one thing that doesn't work and then try something different. And number three, ask yourself, what did I learn from this? Ask yourself what you've gained from your mistake. Maybe you now know that a job takes a lot longer than you predicted. Or maybe you learned you need to gain a better understanding about how to control your temper. The key to making reflection helpful is to spend your time thinking about how to do better rather than wasting time beating yourself up. Studies show that when you replay your mistakes over and over again or you become too hard on yourself for messing up, you're actually more likely to stay stuck. You'll increase the chances that you'll repeat your mistakes and you won't be able to learn from them. When you reflect on your mistakes, though, just remember that you're looking back with different knowledge than you had when you messed up. So it's easy to blame yourself for being an idiot, but you likely did the best you could with the information that you had at the time and you couldn't see an obstacle coming in your path. So be kind to yourself and create a plan that will help you avoid making a similar mistake. 
Make your plan detailed, but be flexible because your plan might need to change. It's also important to remember that some mistakes might involve doing the exact same things over and over again. Like maybe you decided to eat a healthier diet, but then you find yourself eating fast food several times a week. At other times, you might make a lot of different mistakes, but all those mistakes stem from the same problem. I'll give you an example. I had a former therapy client who never heard an idea he didn't like. As a result, he made a lot of really bad decisions. He didn't love his job. He liked it, but he didn't love it. So when his friends said, hey, you should come work with us at our company, we have a lot of fun. He applied right away. He got hired, so he quit his job, but he really didn't know what he was getting into. Within a couple of weeks, he realized that the new job wasn't actually a good fit for him. But around the same time, another friend suggested he invest in their business. So he opted in and he figured he might make more money investing in that business and then he wouldn't have to work forever. But he didn't research their business model and really didn't understand what he was investing in. But he'd done things like this his whole life. He moved, changed relationships, bought stuff he didn't need, signed up for things he didn't really want to do, all because he was impulsive and he struggled with FOMO, you know, the fear of missing out. He was terrified that if he didn't take every single opportunity that came his way, he was somehow going to miss out on something. But what he didn't realize was is he was actually struggling to enjoy anything in life because he was just wasting all of his time running from one thing to the next and took a lot of energy to clean up all the messes he was creating in his life. But he struggled to put all those pieces together. For years, he'd separated his mistakes into categories like financial mistakes or business mistakes. It wasn't until he came to therapy that he realized all those mistakes had the same root issue. He was impulsive and he rushed through life trying to avoid missing out on anything so much that he was basically missing out on everything. You might find that there's a similar root problem behind the mistakes you make in your life. Perhaps your love life, your social life, your financial life, your professional life all have similar mistakes behind them. Even though your mistakes might look quite different on the surface, they might all be related at their core. Recognizing how those mistakes are related can help you learn valuable life lessons. One of the best ways to start looking at whether your mistakes have a pattern is to write them down. Take a look at some of your recent mistakes on a piece of paper and you might discover that they have the same root cause, like low self-esteem. And if you're having trouble connecting the dots or you just can't seem to learn from your mistakes, see a therapist. A mental health professional might help you discover some patterns in your behavior that you never noticed before. Just keep in mind that some mistakes don't stem from a character flaw or a lack of willpower or a mental health issue. Sometimes the real mistake is that we depend too much on ourselves to solve a problem. I had a woman come into my therapy office once telling me that she was a complete failure. She'd been battling an eating disorder for years. And despite attending an eating disorder support group once a week, she couldn't get her symptoms under control. This woman was convinced that she kept messing up because she had a character flaw. And that reinforced her idea that she wasn't good enough. In reality, she lacked the tools that she needed to really tackle the problem. She had a long history of trauma, abuse, depression, anxiety, and she was dealing with lots of stress in her life like financial problems. So a once-a-week support group just wasn't enough. It was like she was trying to move a mountain with a little plastic shovel. She needed much bigger tools if she were going to make this a fair fight. And once-a-week therapy wasn't going to be a big enough tool either. We found a special eating disorder clinic where she could get support around the clock. 
they had the skills and tools to help her deal with trauma and give her the strategies that she needed to finally feel better. So remember that if you struggle to learn from your mistakes, the problem might not be you. It might be that you don't have the tools that you need to really learn and move forward. And while I think sometimes people actually glamorize mistakes a little too much when they talk about failing their way to the top, there are plenty of opportunities to turn mistakes into valuable life lessons. Of course, you can't always undo the damage caused by a mistake, but you can commit to doing better as you move forward. Thank you for listening to the Very Well Mind podcast. If you found this episode informative, please share the episode with your friends and family and leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more about the Very Well Mind podcast, you can head to verywellmind.com slash podcasts.